Hello and welcome back to episode number 14 of the What the Durf Show. I'm Freddie and this is... Salchicha. No, Noemi. <laughs> In this episode, we get into the weekend that we just had. Another epic weekend. Last week, I caught a person. This weekend, Christmas vibes. We're still living off of them weekend vibes, baby. Yeah. After that, we get a little serious. Yeah, we did. We talk, we talk to Not Noemi. Not too serious. We'll just, ask you a couple just, questions. Just regular talk. Regular talk. Sure. What's that called? Um... What kind of talk is that? <laughs> Moving on. I asked Noemi questions about being a co-parenting mother and how, how it is be, uh, coming being a single mother the last year. Yeah. This is not going to be an outtake. We're moving along with this, okay? <laughs> and after that, we get into the verse of the day. Why do I move my hands when I say it? TED Talk. That's what it's called. TED Talk. <laughs> That's what it's called. It's a little bit of TED Talk. You're a TED Talk. You're a TED Talk. <laughs> That's that sound like an insult. <sighs> Thank you for listening to us. I'm sorry. They're going to click off before it. No, stop happens. it. Stop it. Well, if you didn't click off, kudos to you. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Thank you for the support. Thank you for the subscriptions. We're on episode 14. We're almost at 2,000 views. It took 10 episodes to get to 1,000 views. We're almost at 2,000 views. It's awesome. It's amazing. We're here, baby. Love you. Enjoy the episode. Bye. Hello, everyone. Before we get started, I do want to mention that there is a way to support the podcast on the Anchor app. If you go to Spotify to the homepage of the What the Derf Show, there is a link and that link takes you to an Anchor page where you can set yourself up with the monthly subscription to our podcast for as low as 99 cents per month. Every little bit helps. It goes to our equipment and to the software that we use to edit the podcast. Thank you so much in advance and enjoy the show. I want to take a shower. <laughs> was the last time you showered? Tell the world. A day ago. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah. Sometimes I forget. Yeah, yesterday. Sometimes I forget. Yeah. And I'm like, I sit there and I'm laying down playing cod. I'm like, oh, that one thing I got to do to stay clean? Got to mm. do that. See, I'm the opposite. I love taking showers and usually they're unnecessary, but I enjoy taking showers. Well, there's I like being warm. There's no one there to tell me, hey. Your feet stink. Actually, armpits stink because I don't smell them, but I'll be laying down and then I get a whiff of my feet and I go, is that me? That's the question I ask is myself. That me? And then self goes, who else can it be, Fred? And I go, yeah. And I do a shame walk, a walk of shame to the shower <laughs> by myself. Yeah. And you know that. what cures stinky feet? Showers. No, but I'm saying like if you have really bad stinky feet like constantly what is it cranberry juice cranberry juice soaking your feet in cranberry juice all right you know how cranberries are kind of dry yeah yeah so they it i it does something to your pores where it keeps them from being so sweaty mm. so it helps i remember one time i saw that on a dr phil show when i was younger <laughs> but fact. um when you, when you grow up and you get mosquito bites or hives like I did because I'm allergic to everything, if you heard the past episodes, if you haven't, whenever I did the test, the allergy test, and they did the needles all up my forearm, everything inflamed. Everything except for bees. So I'm allergic to everything except for bees. Not deathly allergic. I don't know yet, but I'm allergic to a lot of things. Like what? Name two. Pollen, horses, hamsters, guinea pigs, pretty much all rodents, dogs, cats, Grass, You're allergic to dogs? Weeds. Yeah, everything. Cats are worse. If I get scratched by a cat, hives. 
What? Yeah, it's crazy. Weird. I forgot what I was going to say. I hate the way hives look. You give me the heebie-jeebies. What was I going to say? Oh, I remember because I was talking about cornstarch. And cornstarch, when I was younger, we put that on our hives or mosquito bites because it itched. And we put baking soda inside your shoes because it takes away the smell. It absorbs the smell. Well, I had stinky feet after football one day. It was before high school. So I think it was in eighth grade Mm -hmm. when I played. And I forgot which was which. And I was like, my feet stink even after the shower, which is probably because I didn't scrub them good enough. But they still stunk. So when I when I before I went to school, I put cornstarch underneath my sock. You're just supposed to put baking soda in your shoe. I put cornstarch in my sock. So on my foot, you get sweaty. It just makes a paste. Ew. I meant to put baking soda. Gross. So it was. It made a paste, and my foot stunk. <laughs> That's so gross. It's a true story. That's disgusting. Moving on. Hello and welcome back to the episode number 14 of the What the Derf Show. I'm glad that you made it this far. If you made it through episode 13 and you're still here, that means you are already an OG. So when we get to episode 100, when we get to 100,000 views, you can look back and be like, I've been there since the beginning. I have been there since the beginning. We, we, we have ro- rode, we have ridden. We have rided, we we ride, we have ridden. You went on a ride with on the roller coaster with us of emotions, up and down. If you listen to this podcast, you're gonna feel all emotions. You're gonna laugh. You're gonna cry. You're yeah. gonna you're gonna feel encouraged. You might get a little mad. You might be a little disgusted, as you know, per the beginning of the episode right now. But you're gonna feel a little bit of everything. And we're glad that you're still here. Episode number 14, last episode of season one. Yeah. How do you feel? Good, because I thought we were going to have 15 episodes, and then you announced the last episode that we were only going to have 14. So I was a little bit confused. Well, in, in conversation with you, you said the last episode should be the first week of December. No, I didn't. I remember you saying that. I said it should be recorded the last week, the first uh, week of December, and released as a Christmas special. Mm. That's what I said. It's okay. We might surprise you. <laughs> Maybe. You know, like a little 30-minute clip. Mm-hmm. You know what I was thinking? Um, the Christmas parade that we just went to, what if we got a float and we straight up set a booth with speakers and mics and uh, just, us just talking and just talking crap not talking crap but like cracking jokes about the people in the audience and we can't j- crack jokes about people in the audience but fun jokes fun jokes yes like how i walk up i look the way that i look what, do, what would you say about me yo yo you yo? started with yo <laughs> I don't know. already it's a no all right it's a no we'll work on it okay okay so this is the last episode and for 13 episodes, because we're trying to feel out what this is, and we felt it out, and now we're here. For 13 episodes, you got to know Fred a lot. And yeah. the, the judgments of me from Noemi, because she just looks at me. You guys don't see the looks that she gives me, but I'll be telling a story, <laughs> and sometimes she'll be like, you poor thing, or what were you thinking, or you're an idiot via looks. She doesn't say it, but I can feel it. Yeah. All right. We had a good weekend. Christmas parade was on, was on Friday. Yeah. My, my weekend started before yours. It did. Uh, yeah. We had a tree light 
ceremony. I'm a teacher. The kids in my school got invited to sing, to car- basically do some caroling downtown in the square. I think it's called the square. I don't know. It's yeah, just downtown. Sure. And I, they I call it some, Henry Roller Square. Yeah. They, or they, the, the statue they, of the horse. Yeah. I wasn't going to say where it was, but okay. I mean, I guess people know where we're, where we live or where yeah, we're my, from. My P.O. box is on the link for you and it's in Los Banos. Oh, uh, yeah. That's so, true. There you go. That's true. So they got invited. We went to the thing. It was after school, but I guess that wasn't really the weekend because it was a Thursday. But I feel like that kind of started off my busy weekend and then friday what what did we do we went to the christmas parade so i worked um i I hammered some nails all day making forms for a concrete wall and right after work we go start setting up helping out with the float for the christmas parade that was pretty epic it's the first time i've ever been in a christmas parade Hmm. and it was for the town that we live in and the christmas parade was for our youth program at church that's what they represented the youth program at church and the school at church. All and in one. our serve team. And our serve team. Who serve the homeless. So they go around once a month. They take clothes. They take toiletries, bags, and they take food. Yeah. And this is all throughout the community. So the church that and they we, also clean up. The church that we go to, there is a serve team. And that serve team just takes up requests throughout the community. I mean, we're talking painting parks, doing people's yards. Um, We just helped out someone who needed some concrete in her front yard, and I helped with that. The serve team does go out once a month officially, but they're working more than that. Yeah, they do a lot. It's it's all the time per request, and and the husband and wife that do lead that, they're really awesome people, really awesome people. Yeah, they're nice people. We do the Christmas parade, and right after the Christmas parade, me, me and Noemi went to a restaurant in town in Los Banos, and I looked at her, and I'm just like, feast? And she goes, feast. <laughs> so we went to this Mexican restaurant, and we got the mocajete. Mocajete is is a soup, I right? I don't know if it qualifies. I don't know what it is. Okay, I don't I'll, think it qualifies as a soup. It's a like a stew. Mocajete is the stone bowl that... Where you make chile. Yes. Salsas. Latinos or whoever's using a mocajete, you yeah. know, will make you the salsas. They grind garlic. it with the pestle. Is that it's, what it's called? Yes. You grind stuff on it, basically. It could be chiles. It could be garlic. It could be um, even um, flour. Yeah. Even flour yeah. and grains and stuff. They they use that to grain, grain it. So a mocajete dish comes in a mocajete, that stone bowl, and it's like this cheese soup with random meats in it. Like it has octopus, shrimp, chicken, and beef, and it sounds disgusting. I know, some of you probably cringed. You're, you're turning your signal, checking if there's a car in the other lane. At the same time you heard that statement, and you're cringing right now. You're saying, ugh. You're, you said, ugh, that's disgusting. No. Just ugh. Yeah, I know, but I said no, it's bomb. It's, it's amazing. It, so it is amazing. So nothing tastes like it. Just, so I think all the stuff goes in there individually. It's not like it's all cooking they don't together. Mix it. Yeah, no, they don't yeah. cook it together. They cook everything individually. So each bite is is different. It's mm-hmm. crazy. And I mm-hmm. said, feast. We got that. We shared that. We got two spoons, you know, two spoons because COVID, <laughs> even though it's in the same bowl. <laughs> I'm just joking. It wasn't for that because, um, you know, I was going to wait for her to be done with a spoon for me to get a mouthful. All right. She eats slow and I need I need to eat. Freddie's got to eat. We got two tacos and a chile relleno and kind of put it in the middle. 
the waitress comes out or waiter comes out or whatever, and they're just like, "What do we put this?" And just like, put it everywhere, bro. Put it everywhere. Rice and beans. I don't get. I don't got time for that. I don't got time for yeah. that filler food. Yeah. Uh. Uh-uh. We were there for business. We were there for the meats, the cheeses, <laughs> the 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 chiles. <laughs> we were there for business. <laughs> we were there for business. Yeah. So that that was the end of Friday, and then Saturday. We woke up. That kind of came out like Christopher Walken right now. Saturday, um, uh, <laughs> we woke up. I woke up because I saw, I signed up for the seven thirty um, shift at Breakfast with Santa. I got to sleep in. She did. Our youth program volunteered for Breakfast with Santa. Okay, because our youth program, they get to use a community center, and like the deal there is, we get to use a community center on a certain night, and we. Say okay, we're going to help volunteer for the community's, you so know, they don't have to events. Hire more hands. They don't have to hire hands, and it it just works out. It's just this, it's serving. You guys are serving together. It's community. It's it's fellowship. It's amazing, you know. And it's you build relationships. Yeah. So I go there at seven thirty, and breakfast with Santa. Just the whole hall is full of tables. Everybody's eating. Everybody's joyous and amazing. And we're There's sitting by the games. Eating? There was a lot of people eating. Yeah. It was like really full. It was full. In the morning, and they're playing games, shift over, and then Noemi does her shift. I went in at 10.30. I went, and I was going to try to make it at 10, but I really needed coffee, even though I slept in and I kind of, like, relaxed all morning. I needed coffee, showed up at 10.30, and I was like, ooh. But it was really fun. I really enjoyed it. And there wasn't that many people when I was there, because it was breakfast with Santa, not yeah. lunch with Santa. And those pancakes. So I was there from 10.30 to 2. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. It was like right before 2 when I left. And while was, she was there, was I was at fun. the gym. Just throwing that out there. Oh I was pumping God. iron. You went live on TikTok and then you went to the gym. Oh, I did because I just ate and I needed the food to go down. So I went live on TikTok, which, side note, it's already instantly a Tom Hardy. I'm going to change the subject for about two minutes. Okay. I went live on TikTok and I was like, hey. Tom Hardy warning. Tom Hardy warning. I should I should buy a cowboy hat. You guys should talk me out of it. No one talked me out of it. The TikTok fanatic said, no, buy it. If anything, you should just dress like a cowboy. We'll give you money. So, a few people so far have given me money to buy a cowboy outfit. I have asked Noemi's sister to take professional pictures of this. And we're going to see what happens. It's funny because one of our peers um, who took us to, to Gilroy Gardens, which is next on the list... Actually, just one thing before that. She's just like, well, they're going to, they're going to like, t- they're going to ask for more after that. It's like, I don't have to do it. I'm just dressing as a cowboy. And then, and then, why are you looking at me like that? What are you talking about? I don't know. You're just looking at me. You're looking through me right now. <laughs> I'm just looking at you. No, you're looking through. There's intent. <laughs> I feel. Why are you scared of me today? Dumb. Why? Because you, you're looking at me like, this guy is remedial. What does that mean? I don't even know what that means. Pretty sure it's I don't nice think I can way. have a feeling towards you that I don't even know what me, what it means. So I'm just, yeah, I'm not going to go too far with that. Is it going to buy me a cowboy outfit? That's fine. See, in my head, I'm going to get some new work boots out of this. So it's a win-win. And mm-hmm. I'm going to put it up on Instagram. So that's pretty cool. Back to the weekend. After the breakfast of Santa, I'm at the gym. She goes to breakfast with Santa. She's done. And then we go to my company's party. That was lit. Nothing crazy really happens there. But he's having a jolly old time. And 
that was good. But it, it's just stuff. It was just weekend was so full of stuff. Did and you just say Christmas party? Yeah. Yeah. I met Freddie's boss. Larry. Oh, yeah. Larry. Met Larry Foster. I think he likes me. Yeah. I think I made a good impression. He was also a little red face. Yeah, but he was really nice, though. Yes. He he was what I expected him to be. His dog also nice passed away. So R.I.P. to Max. Yeah, R.I.P. to Max. I've known Max for about seven years. Oh. R.I.P. Max. So Noemi meets everybody, and that was pretty fun. I got a cool jacket. That was awesome. And the next day we go to church, and after that we get to the, the icing on the cake. All right? The eventful evening at Gilroy Gardens. And so, honestly, before you start, I was a little bit... I was a little concerned because I knew you were you. We had had a long weekend, and uh, Freddie can sometimes get a little overwhelmed. Yes, which no one really sees. No, um, I'll usually get a call or something that it was too much, and it's not anything bad. It's just it's it's you know sometimes it happens. So I was like, I don't. I we didn't know what to expect. I didn't know what to expect about going yeah. to Gardens. I thought we were going to go and come back. Like, we we're going to go eat, maybe walk around and then come back. <laughs> we were there all day. It was a full, like, you're going to a theme park with your family. Like, full <laughs> day. It was nice. I, I really enjoyed it. Go on. No, it was really good. And so, what she's referring to is that sometimes I get tapped out on the energy I give or receive. And it it comes suddenly, abruptly. I feel a shift. My body changes. I get this feeling it's not anxiousness. It's this. I don't. Under, I don't understand what it is. Sometimes I even get a little dizzy, where I just mm. need. I'm just done. Yeah. I need to go lay yeah. down. Yeah. I need to go lay down. And He's if that's an introvert. If, if that's a medical seem... condition, please put that in the comments. And let me know what it is. Uh, it's because you're an introvert. He doesn't possibly. seem like an introvert, but he is. Yeah, it's easy for me to give off superficial energy um, via TikTok. Hmm. No one's listening or whatever, but I choose who I give my energy to as far as like conversations and phone calls and messaging it is. Uh, yeah, I don't respond to everybody. So the fact that I still talk to Noemi, it means a lot, girl, because <laughs> I get tired of stuff oh and I ain't tired gosh. of you. OK, All right. <laughs> that was me being sweet, girl. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's very aggressive, but thank you. So we go to Gilroy Gardens. All right. It's fun. We don't know how my energy is going to be. I get there. We go on this ride called the banana split. It's just this big old banana and it goes side to side. You get a little queasy in your stomach. It's amazing. We're going on rides. We get on this one roller coaster. It's pretty cool. We get on the roller coaster a couple of times and then we're done with the roller coaster. We go wait at the exit. And at the exit, we're waiting for the other kids that go with us to get off of the ride so we can walk with them. And as we're waiting, up comes some dude in a stroller, right? Some dude in a stroller. This isn't... I'm not I'm not putting a race on him um for anything mean. I'm putting a race on him because he was obviously foreign. Okay. He had an accent, really didn't speak good English. He was had to have been some sort of Asian, all right? I'm saying this for the context being that this might be normal in other places and I did read about it and people commented it cuz I posted about it on TikTok that it is normal to like leave your kid somewhere. I kind of just gave it away. What? All right. Like, it, it's just, okay. So I go, he comes up to the exit and he goes like in broken English, hey, I want to ride this ride with my 
older kid, I'm going to leave my baby right here, and we're going to ride the roller coaster and then pick up the baby. Cool? And the worker looked like he either was forced to get a job, and that was his first week there. Yeah. Or he's been working there for about three years, and he's just over it. He's over it. Either way. He doesn't like people. He just didn't care. So he looks at the guy. He goes, sir, you're just going to leave your baby? And the guy just confidently nodded. Yeah. You know, I'm going to leave my baby. Like, what didn't you understand? I'm going to leave my baby. Me and my other kid are going to go on the ride, and my baby's going to stay here, and nobody's going to take him, and then we're going to get out, and we're going to go, you know, enjoy the rest of our day at Gilroy Gardens, which they did. We saw them later. Yeah. Still with his baby. He still had his baby. That was... Yeah, so it's good news. All right. So he leaves, and I'm watching this whole thing, because we're waiting for the other kids to get off the roller coaster, and I look at Noemi. I was like, this dude just straight left his baby, and she's like, huh? No, I knew it was happening the whole time. And then when the guy was trying to figure out if, (laughs) sorry, when the worker was trying to figure out what this guy was saying, and Freddie goes, (laughs) he's trying to leave his baby. Hey, hey, I'll take care of your baby if you want. You didn't hear me. I, I smacked, straight up said it. I smacked his arm and I said, shut up. I wasn't joking. I, I said, know you hey, were joking. This you is weirdo. what I said. I said, hey, I'll watch your baby if you want. Because I'm like, in my head, I was like, sir, your baby. <laughs> sir, your baby. You're dumb. <laughs> it's right here. Because, Who leaves a baby? Because, oh. I'll watch your baby if you want. <laughs> and me and me, him, and two other uh, girls, the youths, from our youth, yeah, they, we were right there and we were watching him. The girls named him. They, they named the baby Todd. They named the baby Todd because we were there like, for a good two minutes cute. with the baby. You One know? of the girls is like, "Can we keep him?" <laughs> I know they were just being about. They're like, "What would happen if we just walked up with walked out with the baby?" I'm like, "Exactly. That's why you do not leave your baby. Because oh, anybody could do anything. Like they could just walk right out of there." But that you, baby was chill. You and the girls were like, okay, let's go. But I'm sit. I look at you guys. I'm like, I'm staying here with this baby. I'm not. Yeah. My conscience cannot leave. Knowing there's just a baby left here. I'm even getting, like, I feel like crying for this baby right now, you know? (laughs) Jeez. Like, I was like, I got you. Like, if if someone looked at him differently, that baby was mine for two minutes. It was mine. (laughs) Oh, my God. I secretly named him Jeffrey, but, you know, whatever. So, the guy comes out. I make a TikTok out of it because of how appalled I was. He was and confused. I was very confused. I didn't understand it. So I put it on TikTok. Most people were confused. Some people gave feedback um, of most likely the same ethnicity saying that that might seem normal in other countries. And I said, mm-hmm. okay, still not normal to me. Okay. Yeah. After that, we go on this car ride. Gilroy Gardens is like a little theme park mainly for kids. Yeah. It's a family it's thing. It's really just to be enjoyed. It's not really like a, oh, you going, you see. Yeah, it's not a thrill-seeking place and it's, it's not like chill. a disney place it's it's all charlie brown stuff and it, it low-key it's, it's really like relaxing if you said fred what is the garden of eden like that was it <laughs> it's really nice it used to be called bonfante gardens i'm just saying like what yeah so it, it was, it was it's just, like a, they made it like a full garden like place really pretty it was crazy yeah. but it just felt so nice yeah so we got it we like walked around for a while and then we went into another ride and we 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 actually kind of walked 
our group kept getting we worked together most of the time yeah then sometimes we'd separate because the kids kept wanting to go on certain rides and we we're like oh we're gonna get dizzy <laughs> and uh well me i get you, dizzy yeah. easily that was good um, no, I, di- I wasn't dizzy there. I just know which ones I can't get on. Yeah. And the kids were wanting to get on those. And and so we, we would get separated, then we'd meet each other, and then we were looking for our group, and we found them in line getting or getting in line for a car ride. Yeah. Um, and it's a it moves on its own, yeah, but you it, can move the wheels. You can move wheels, the steering wheel, and it goes yeah. on a track. The guys are on this track. And it's like a little train of, ride, yeah, but it's, it's a car. Cool. Individual. So there was this couple in front of us, and they had a, a dog in a harness, I guess, or like a bag yeah. or something. Yep. We got to the front of the line. They were right in front of us. And then the guy goes, your dog can't ride the ride. And yeah. they were upset, but they I guess she called her daughter or something. They were waiting for them to come back, and they let us go first. We rode it, and we when we got back. They I were told, still there. They were still there, and I told Freddie. They kept letting people in front of them. And I said, should I watch this this lady's dog? <laughs> you okay. already watched a kid. Yeah. I know, oh, yeah. So I'm, <laughs> so, I'm looking at her. I just I look at her and I'm like, oh, we're like, just babysitters today? We're just babysitters. First we watch a baby and now you want to watch a dog? So like, then, okay. Yeah. That's we, pretty cool. We get off. And, and no, then the I guy tell that her. I left that, I watched that guy's baby. He didn't even give me a tip. I know. That's jacked up. <laughs> and he said, and I said, oh, I'll, I'll watch your dog if you're okay with it. And she's yeah, like, very okay. Sweet. Yeah, she was she was nice. I was talking about you. Oh me. Yeah. <laughs> and then all she rude. Me, I was like she, talking about your sweet <laughs> dummy. <laughs> dummy, you idiot. <laughs> no, I was no but she was more concerned about her dog than yeah. the guy was about his baby because she kept turning around and looking at him. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> she was like she said i'll be right back baby they're gonna take care of you and she like the whole way she left into the tunnel yeah. okay side note <laughs> observant freddie i go up and this couple 40-ish mid-40s mm, yeah why do they want to ride this simple ride so bad if it was me dog can't come on first of all if i i wouldn't bring my dog to a theme park you know i wouldn't but I'm not other people. I'm not judging. That's just their preference. Okay. She brings a dog. She wants to get on this really simple kid ride. We're there as a group and everything's fun as a group when everybody does it. You know, we didn't have a, no one had our, had their kids with them. Yeah. So it's just fun. You're yeah. loose. And yeah. It's just everybody's full of sugar and food. And I'm watching. I go, why does this lady want to get on this ride so bad? She's wearing a hat. She's got short hair with the like white hair barely Pixie coming hair. out of the the hat. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I'm like, okay. She's holding on to this dog, and then I see a a purple or not a purple, a pink ribbon tattoo on the top of her foot that was fresh, and over it said "Victorious." Oh, what you saw all that? Yeah. How? Because the guy was patient. If it was me, I'd be like, why'd you bring your dog, girl? Okay. So he was patient. He looked like he obviously didn't want to ride the ride. She wanted to ride the ride. That ride gave her joy. And it made more sense because she had a fresh tattoo that said victorious pink ribbon on it. Mm, The short hair. Mm. And she's taking delight in the simple things. Hmm. Isn't that crazy? You didn't tell me that. I know I didn't. I saved it for the podcast so I can get a real re- reaction out of you. That is my interpretation of the event. Maybe it's not ac- not as accurate as that, but that seems pretty accurate to me. Yeah. Because they weren't mad or anything. They just they just wanted to ride the ride. 
Yeah. It's probably not a lot you get mad at after you survive cancer. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Yeah. That's crazy, huh? She asked me for my name. That was like she she wanted to know my name to thank me by my name. Yeah. Like, oh, thank you, Noemi. You know. Yeah. Huh. Now you're thinking about it, huh? Yeah. That's why I didn't. That's why we I don't look right at now. people like that. Yeah, I do. I just like, oh, you know, there's a person there. Cool. Yeah, that guy was wearing all blue. He was uh, like six foot two. He's African American. The girl, I think she was a little older than him, or maybe the same age. I don't know. And uh, he had a Michigan um, sweater on, but it was like a legit one. So he either went to college there or even played football for them because he had the stature of a defensive lineman. It was crazy. <laughs> oh my God. Um, he had a hat also with uh, a neck um, cover that uh, that for COVID they pull over your face that you wear on your neck. And the lady was wearing that black harness um, with like a like and then she had a black sweater on. I just remember her shoes because I liked her shoes. And she had nice shoes on and then she had the tattoo. So I, I just I see everything. I, I don't know what it is. I should be in the CIA. I'm just be saying in the crime show. Just call me Jason Bourne. Yeah. If a crime ever happens. Or Freddie Frijole. If a crime ever happens in front of you, that person will get justice. Yes. Yeah. Um, so we watched a baby. We watched a dog. Yeah. Then we go watch Charlie Brown Christmas. I've never seen the movie. We watched the live play. And I was curious. You had never seen the movie. Never seen the little clip or short. Yeah. I've seen little bits and pieces of it. It's but, a full movie, but it's yeah. short. Yeah. But I didn't know it was about Jesus. Yeah. So they bring up the, the story of Jesus and I got juiced. <laughs> he was so excited. He looked at me. He's like, I was like talk about Jesus. And I said, yeah, that's Charlie Brown Christmas. Well, cause he's they, like, I've never seen it. Yeah. They keep saying happy holidays throughout the whole thing. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, Miss Actress Lady, you're saying happy holidays. And also, it's Christmas, so why are you still referring to Christmas as Christmas, but also calling it Happy Holidays? Choose a side, okay? Oh my gosh! Choose it's a side. The same thing. Yeah. The other one's just more uh, friendly or whatever. No, it's it's politi- politically correct for people that don't celebrate Christmas. Mm. Christmas. Mm-hmm. Say Happy Holidays. They say Happy Holidays, but then they still refer to it as a, refer to it as Christmas. So I'm just like, okay, doesn't make any sense. So yeah. that happens. I'm juiced. I legit cheer. After the story was done. So was we juiced. all did. Our, our whole our section. Our little section. Yeah. <laughs> our father's house section. We were like, wow. That was amazing. So, Glory to God in the highest. Yes. <laughs> we were all juiced. <laughs> we're so not, not even exaggerating. We were all juiced. And we watched that. It was good. And then we go ice skating. And I I, I get on the skates. All Everybody's ice skating. Me and Noemi we were, were the only adults. We were just down with it. We were just down with everything that was happening that day. Like, yeah. Should we do it? Yeah, let's do it. Let's get on the. Let's go skate. I mean, let's I caught a person skating. last weekend, yeah. like weekend before in Monterey, and then this yeah. weekend is just vibes and Christmas. Right. I, I honestly, God, it makes me happy and honestly, low key, a little emotional. It's been a while since I've had just plans lined up for Christmas. Yeah. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. A long Same. time. Same. And. It's making me love Christmas again. Oh. Like, it's legit. I'm getting emotional right now. Yeah. I haven't felt this way about Christmas in a long time. Yeah. I don't even care if I get a present at this point. That's what I was telling the, a lady um, at Breakfast with Santa. Because you know, sometimes you're like, oh, you know, I have to go to this thing. And I love serving for my church. I love helping with the kids. I love all that. But then in the morning when you're just tired and you're like, oh, I gotta go to this thing. Yeah. Um, but 
you know, the people, the kids, they're so excited and there's like Santa Claus there and there's a big old tree. Everyone's taking pictures. They're decorating their little hats and stuff. And I told the lady, um, that another lady that was there volunteering. And I said, I actually, I'm really enjoying this because I feel usually Christmas just zooms on by. You're, you're kind of just waiting for the day to happen. The day happens and then that's it. Yeah. And then it's New Year's and it's over. Yeah. But these little events, these things that we're going to, um, being involved in church and doing the things for the kids and for the teenagers, it just makes me feel like it's Christmas. And like you're everything. Involved. Yeah, involved in Christmas. And when you're part of it. Ugh. Yeah. It it just felt really it just felt like Christmas. Like, refreshing. You know, very refreshing. And my kids I um, in my classroom kind of changed the subject a little bit. We do some fun stuff on Fridays when we have minimum day and they wanted to donate to the homeless. Yeah. That's so awesome. they brought a bunch of blankets, uh, their parents, old sweaters and their parents, they made their parents go to the stores and get gloves and hats and scarves and stuff. So I was just like, Ugh, these kids. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. It was really nice. Just so- giving back, you know, so we go ice skating. I uh, I didn't know if I was going to be good at ice skating anymore, or at least, you know. Same. So I get on there, and I felt like a little baby deer at first. first. Yeah. I fell right when I got on the ice skates. And then after I, I was like, you know what? These are a little loose. So I tighten them up again. And, and I was like, no, I'm going to I'm not, He I'm was like, a new man. Yeah. How did I do ice skating? You did really good. <laughs> Crazy, right? He fell three times on okay. his butt. One time was her fault. No, it was not. I fell on my face. You fell. And I let go. I did not cause you to fall, and but I even other than you. that, I was weaving in and out. I was making the like the <laughs> stops, you know, like the hockey players or whatever. The <laughs> and I was just like, I was going. I was, I was like, I was going super fast. Everybody else watches. Like, man, that guy's going really slow. <laughs> but I'm sitting there just like, <laughs> no. What about he goes? He goes. Did it look like I was showing off? I'm like, no. There's just a bunch of little kids around him, and he was just showing off his moves. <laughs> there was like little little <laughs> no, girls all there was over. Grown men. There was, but well, they They're, were. They, yeah, they, I they guess just there were. Was, they all had skates on, and yeah. they were just on the side. And then there's this one dude. There's this one dude who just did not. He stop was doing trying. the Mr. Roboto the whole <laughs> he didn't time. Stop trying. He was we, there the whole hey, time we were there. But the the people from my group were rooting for him. They're like, <laughs> go, go, go. And he was just so excited. He wanted to ice skate, you know? Now, you know, I'm not making fun, like laughing at him. It's just the whole experience. Like he just didn't give up, you he know? Up, like yeah. you just every time you look at him, he's like, ah, ah. <laughs> Hey, but he stayed off the wall though. Yeah, he did stay off the wall. And I think he only fell like twice. As a, much, he looked like he was gonna fall about fifty was, times. There was a little girl that fell. I heard it. Ooh. You know when you hear it in the ice, Ooh. it's bad. I did not. I did not fall. Not even once. I she was pretty it. good, right? It was amazing. Yeah, I kept doing the. What one time? As a little princess ballerina. One time, in uh, Christmas in the park in San Jose, I was like, "Let me go ice skating," and I, we went with the church. At oh, the time. did you? I believe I was nineteen. Mm. A lot of stuff happened while I was 19, if you yeah. listen to this podcast. Yeah. 18, 19 years old, and we go to Christmas at the Park, and we go ice skating. And there's a lot of people at Christmas at the Park, because that's just what happens nowadays at Christmas at the Park in San Jose. It used to be very fun and festive, and not so many people, and now it's everybody with a the fairground there. It's pretty not fun anymore. 
um, go to Gilroy Gardens because at night everything's lit up and there's not a lot of people there and it's amazing. Oh, it's 60 bucks. Spend it. It's and worth there's, it. And there's people, but it's like, it's, it's not so crazy like yeah. other places. It's family oriented. You're there with your kids, you so know? So nice. So I'm going, I'm going around and about in this big old oval ice rink. We're going around and about, round and about, round and about. And these two kids, these two groups of kids, they make a train. You're not supposed to make trains. It's one of the rules. It says, number one, no trains. Okay? Mm. No trains. So they make trains on either side, and you're supposed to go on counterclockwise motion. So I'm going, and there was nowhere to go but in between them. So I go, and I go in between them, and as I'm halfway through their train, their tunnel in the train, yeah. some lady and her kid pop up in front right there. And I don't know how to stop at this point. That I kind of still don't yesterday. know how to stop. Okay. Mm -hmm. So they pull on front. She's with her kid. And I just, I don't know how to stop. So I just fall down. But that doesn't stop you. That just makes you slide. So I went feet first, <laughs> took out her ankles. She's straight up scorpions. But she tries to land on her wrist. And she gets up. I'm like, are you okay? And her mitt, you can see her, like her wrist, the bone coming out. Like it was Oh my gosh. And she's just like looking at me. And I'm like, are you okay? Like, let me, let me get somebody. You know, let me get somebody. I want to help you. I want to <laughs> so help after you. After you basically attacked her on accident? She was scared of me. She just like walked away. And I like, and then she's just like, no, no, no. And I didn't know what to do. So I just kept skating. <gasps> I didn't know what to do. You just kept, you just kept having a great time. I kept looking at her and then. And then, like, uh, I, I, don't, I don't know. Did EMTs come? I, I don't stuff? know. I don't know. You just went You just went ahead and kept having a great it time. It was a big crowd, and she just left. I felt bad the rest of the night. Oh. You know? And she just left, and I didn't know what to do. She just kept, She didn't want to talk to me. I wasn't there with my parents. I wasn't, yeah. like, I, or, I mean, I was 19. I was with friends or whatever, and I just, I didn't know what to do. Oh, my I feel very self-conscious right now. Pretty. It's just what it is. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what, Noemi? Her wrist bone you know is coming out of her let's, mitten. <laughs> let's move it along and let, let's get to you. Oh all right? Okay. This next little bit is for you, girl. Okay, Noemi, you are uh, a mom who co parents, correct? Yes. We're moving right along into this and. Uh, me, me thinking about it and our audience of the podcast and we're at 2,000 views, mm -hmm. just about 2,000 views. And people, are people are listening. Yeah. Uh, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of women that listen to this podcast. Mm -hmm. I think it's a 60-40, maybe even a 65-35. Noemi co-parents. And I thought, okay, Fred, shut up. Let's give some, um, some it, might, it could be advice, experience. Experience. Uh, it yeah. can be healing. It can be yeah. wisdom gained, knowledge gained, anything through it. So yeah. paraphrasing for her, Noemi co-parents, um, she just left her, well, not just left. She, you haven't been with your your kid's dad since when? Last December. Last December, okay. Yeah. And a lot has changed? Yeah. So okay. technically... If we want to get technical, we haven't really been together since May of last year, uh, twenty twenty. But um, it was officially done the end of December, and yeah. So what was your question again? I'm sorry. No. So the first question I I, I wanted to ask, 
was um, just get right into it. If and hopefully maybe this can help people or people can resonate with it. And I think men can even learn from it too, from different mm-hmm. perspectives. Yeah. Or to learn a perspective of a co-parenting mom. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the hardest part about co-parenting? Uh, the hardest part about co-parenting hmm, is the beginning. Okay. If I have to choose, um, I wouldn't say anything specific because anything can turn into an issue or a problem if you're not careful. Yes. The beginning is the hardest because you don't really know exactly what your role is as a parent. It's no longer just you're a parent. That's your kid. You live with them. You're with them every day. All of a sudden, you're left with half of your time without your kid. And now you got to stick to a schedule. Now you got to make sure that it works, not just for you and for the other person, but specifically for the kid. You don't want, you don't want to do too much. You don't want to change too much in your kid's life, but it's hard because that's all it is. Change, change, change. In the beginning, we definitely didn't have it together. She was spending most of her time with me, but we had agreed that it would be 50-50. We just didn't know how to go about it. Okay. Because there's seven days in a week, you know. So just getting that started and then dealing with the hurt of the relationship while trying to navigate. I was over it. He was over it. But there was a lot of hurt there. So it was a lo- it was a little bit of tug of war, and I was really scared about that. That was one of my worst fears, you know, just as a mom. It was one of my worst fears of doing this tug of war thing with my daughter. So um, once we were able to get over that hump, and I always I pray every day that it never gets back to that and never goes to a dark place again. It was really hard at first just to reach any kind of agreement for anything, whether it was for school, um, you know, her clothes, where's this, where's that? How much time is she spending here? How much time is she spending there? Who is she getting watched by? All this stuff because both of us work full time. So do you think that that decision-making... So what do you think, why was that? Do you think it's... Why was it an issue? Why was it an issue? Was it because it was so close to, I mean, obviously because that's why it didn't work out because possibly communication didn't work. So now you're trying to co-parent with somebody that you're trying to end a relationship with because you couldn't have a relationship. Now you're trying to build a relationship with somebody you don't want a relationship with. Right. It's almost a transition into a different relationship, right? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. It, It... Definitely, it had to change. Um, the The really cool thing, and we've, me and him have mentioned it in conversation before, that we've never really had disagreements when it comes to parenting her. Yeah. Our disagreements always came between him and I. We could never reach. He wanted different, something something different than I did. I wanted something different than he did. 
and our conversation was it was we were never in the same place at the same time. When it came to Ali, it was different. But again, the issues were not because of Ali or because we don't our parenting styles are different. Our parenting styles are pretty much the same. Thank goodness and thank the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> because now even though it's it's not a walk in the park. I'm finally coming up for some air and just I'm happy with how him and I communicate for her out of love for her. Yeah. But at first, definitely, it was just navigating out of that. We're in a relationship and we have problems thing, you know? Well, I think I think coming from a relationship where there was Mm co-parenting and seeing it firsthand and then I've had a couple cousins. Or no, friends, not cousins, that had to go through co-parenting and stuff like that. Seeing it firsthand, then being ex- having experience in it, you have to learn to get over the hump of what you want. Yeah. And sometimes one might want something just to spite the other person. Right. So then yeah. you turn your own kid into leverage. Right. And once you get over that hump, which not a lot of people do, you guys got over it rather quickly. However, that relationship or however he was or however you were, you guys looking at it, you guys are just okay. What's Allie doing? Okay. Who's picking her up? Okay. Can she do this? Cool. She's going here. Cool. She needs this. Got it. Yeah. There's... As far as I know. And I only know so much. Yeah. That's pretty much how all the conversations go. And... It's really nice because, and like I said, I pray all the time because sometimes you can't help but think of the worst. Like, oh, it's like that's now, but what if something happens? Like, what if, what if, you know? Yeah. But what's really cool right now is our, my relationship with him is strictly co-parenting. Yes. I wouldn't say he's my friend, but I wouldn't say he's my enemy. I don't hate him. He doesn't hate me. He, you know, I don't think he does. But, yeah, he he doesn't hate me because I would be treated differently. Yeah. So conversations are informational. If it reaches past that, we know, I know when to stop and to be like, okay, you know, conversation over. And if she goes, my, and this goes into sing, single parents and the fear of being a single mom and having a co-parent is, what if I miss a milestone in my kid's life? Okay, so that that kind of moves on to my next question, which was, do you have any fears um, okay. because of separation as yeah. far as your daughter's upbringing? And I guess that's part of it. Yes, you kind of answered it already. Yeah, so the fear comes out out of out of that exactly what I just said, uh, fear of missing out in a moment, a special day. Uh, whatever it might be. And he's really good about recording it, taking pictures, sends it to me. And I try to do the same. Uh, Sometimes it's just me. I want to take pictures and I'm like, oh, I'm sure her dad would want this, you know, picture of her at the beach, picture of her riding her bike or recording her, you know. Yeah. Because it's nice to have that done for me. And... So it's Another, almost like you don't miss out on it. I don't you miss out on it. it. Yeah. And it's, again, it's um, with minimal effort and with minimal 
communication. Like, he won't even say anything. He'll just send it, and I'm oh, like, cool. oh, thanks. And no, com- he goes, yeah. yeah, it's just, and he'll just put a thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, which is <laughs> you know? good. Yeah, and it's- sorry, just one more of the fears. Um, another one that I had to get over, which was kind of a silly fear. I don't. I wouldn't call it silly. It's just transitioning from my kid is with me all the time to now I have to find, now I have to figure out how to be on my own half the time, you know. Which in turn can be a blessing in itself. Yeah. Because sometime as a parent. It's nice to get a little break. (laughs) Or if you, if you are with your kid 24 seven. Yeah. You, your identity becomes a mom. Yeah. My identity is. So now you create this identity while your daughter's not there, not because mm-hmm. the lack of wanting her to be there. Right. But your daughter's getting raised 24 seven. Mm-hmm. It's just not always by you. She's getting parented 24 seven. Yeah. It's not like she gets locked in a room three days, four days out of the right. week. Yeah. So and she's getting parented yeah. and then you get to have an identity. Yeah. That is a beautiful thing. I'm not saying it's ideal, yeah. but we're supposed to find the good in everything that happens. That's what we're teaching the, the kids on Wednesdays, this new little uh, series, mm-hmm. trying to find the good. And if there's any good, I think that's that's part of it. Yeah, definitely. And finding the good in that other person because he's a really good dad. Yeah. Regardless of what we went through, he's a very good, proactive dad. Dad. It's not a he's, deadbeat. He's not a deadbeat. He's always there for her. Anything she needs, anything she wants, you know, bathing her, feeding her. He doesn't leave it to his mom or. And he's concerned for her. He he confides in you for girly stuff, you know, because he's a daughter. Yes. Like, how do I do this? You guys, we won't get into the the details of the relationship Mm -hmm. because stuff happened. There is right and wrong in every situation. But we're not here to bash anybody. We're not here to sway somebody's emotions to be like, oh, so-and-so is this, so-and-so is that. Especially when someone's not here to defend themselves. Yeah. I Even if that. they're 100% wrong. Yeah. That's not what we're here to do. So v- vaguely, um, there was obviously a breaking point in the relationship. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, we won't go into details, but when you decided to leave, did you have anywhere to go? Yes. And where? It was that house that I lived in. It was in. It was agreed that I would not leave the house where we lived until you found a place to go. Until I found a place to go, so I had time to find a place. Uh, there was a point where I feared, like it's hard because you had hard. two incomes. Now you got one. Now I got one income. Now I have to fend for myself. Now you know. That bank account's looking a little low, you know. Did did you ever and regret the decision to leave? No. No? No, not at all. And that's, it's taken me a long time just to say that, that I don't regret it. Because honestly, I never thought I would. Um, mainly because of my daughter. It, it was a weird thing because I was unhappy for years, mm-hmm. years. Yeah. Not talking bad about him. I was just unhappy for years. What kept me there was, what about my daughter? Yeah. What's going to happen to her with just my income, with just me, with just, I have to do everything. And not everything, of course. I always knew that he would want to co-parent. 
I, I always knew that he wouldn't leave it just to me. And, but it, it was just that fear of like, how am I supposed to do this alone? Yeah. And I did have a lot of dependency on him, which was also not fair to him, you know? It's not fair to anybody. It wasn't it's, fair to anybody. It wasn't fair to Allie. So it, it's a mutual thing whenever we get into a relationship. I mean, it's, it's this, it's created by maybe both parties. I don't know, for the codependency. Yeah. And uh, whether it's enabled or encouraged or decided upon, I don't know. Mm-hmm. What, what would you tell a mother who's uh, scared of being a single mother um, and staying in an unhealthy relationship for the sake of, you know, quote unquote, uh, having like comfort stability and stability. What would you, what would you tell a mother that's in that situation? I would say I've been there. I know your thoughts. I know what's going through your mind. I know that you think the outcome of you leaving is worse than what you're living. Mm. It's not. Percentage-wise, let's just say when you were with your ex, it was 100% as far as what you had financially, things, mm-hmm. you know, for yourself. Yeah. What percentage of that do you have now? Ooh. <laughs> mm. Uh, doesn't have to be exact, but what does it feel like? What does it feel like? Yeah, what percentage does it feel like? Well, maybe like 50 to 75. 50 to 75? Yeah. I don't feel like I'm missing a lot. Uh, I wouldn't say 50. I'd say like 75. Okay. Only because I'm, I've am i never been a materialistic person. I I don't. I don't need a lot to feel happy as far as things, like all the things, maybe that percentage but you have way less, down. You have less now than you did before, right? I have, I have way less now. But uh, um, Are you happy? Yeah. Yeah, I'm happy. Yeah. I even look at pictures of myself from a couple of years ago, even just a year and a half ago, and I'm just, I look at myself and I don't recognize myself in those pictures. Just because I could see the sadness in my eyes or really the fake happiness, you know? Yeah. And I look at my pictures of myself now and I'm like, I look really happy. And that smile is crazy. (laughs) It's like a crazy smile. My cheeks get all fat. (laughs) (laughs) So let's just say uh, Linda is over here and she's like, Noemi. I don't know what to do. Give me words of strength and encouragement. <laughs> I need help. What would you tell her to kind of give her strength and courage in the same situation as you? I would say you won't do it in your own strength. Mm. At all. You have to rely on God. Wow. Yeah. That was a lot deeper than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what that's what's getting me through it even now because I have my moments for sure. They're but, f- they're fewer and f- farther in between, huh? Yeah. My my whatever quote unquote the worries of the world of that I feel sometimes in my heart. 
or just like I feel them on my back like I just feel heavy uh they don't give me anxiety like they used to cool just because I can feel comfort in oh you got me out of you got me through all this this is gonna be a piece of cake cake walk <laughs> yeah cake walk be diddy all right well I like that that was like 20 minutes of Noemi's brain yeah and she's gonna help somebody a little Linda over here she just told me right now she appreciates it girl <laughs> she appreciates those yeah. kind words and I would just say also to all the all the moms out there that worry for their kids when they're not around yeah that was another fear I had and I still have them sometimes you know so they'll pop up like I wonder what Allie's doing I could say that it's fine <laughs> Sorry. I'll have little moments where I'll be like, I wonder what my kid is doing right now. I wonder if she's okay. In the beginning, it was really intense. Like, what if she falls and hits herself and she's crying for her mom and I'm not there? Yeah. Because it's not my day. It's not my weekend. I would just say that keep your kids in prayer constantly and having that as a comfort is is more than any any comfort you can get from anywhere else even from holding your own child in your arms there's nothing like the comfort that god can give you and the peace that he can give you and just keep going even when you feel like you can't you just gotta keep going god will take care of you all right well thank you noemi you're welcome and with that I think we're just going to move right along to verse of the day. <laughs> I didn't get to do that last it's week. So I didn't get to do that last week. You didn't get week. to do it last week. And the moment is here. Okay. Or I get to do it. I, I did got it. To- I did it, girl. I did it. <laughs> no, don't do it. Don't do it. Um, this week, Noemi's going to give the verse. All right. This is the second verse that she's given. Um, the second half of this episode was about that. I thought it'd be nice to get documented some sort of advice. So if you didn't laugh for 20 minutes, this isn't the fun, quirky, what the derp that I'm used to listening to. Fred, tell a story. What did you mess up this week? I took care of a baby. If that wasn't enough for you, move along. (laughs) Yeah. And I think people enjoy variety as well. Yeah. Yeah. So not that stop complaining, hypothetical person that doesn't <laughs> exist. He's probably not complaining. Someone just told me, Fred, shut up and get to the verse of the day. No one cares. Yeah. That's, that's what I heard right now in the did. future. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> I kept um, wanting to say something right now and I forgot twice because I remembered and then I forgot again. Well, she does remember the verse of the day because she has it written down in a handy dandy notebook. Yes, I wrote it down and it ties into single parenthood specifically motherhood let's get it it's philippians 4 6 says do not worry about anything but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known to god and the peace of god which surpasses all understanding will guard your heart and your minds in in christ jesus Mm. And I picked that one because that is the verse that I hang on to on those hard days. 
It reminds me that it's not by my own strength. It's not because I am so great and I am so wonderful and I can do it all by myself. I can't. I can't do it all by myself. I need God every step of the way. Even when I was quote-unquote in the world, when I had my really dark moments, I would cry out to God mm. and just just cry out and tell him to, to just talk to me, tell me something. He always did. But whenever I'm worried about finances, whenever I'm worried about if I'm going to have an issue or not with my kid's dad or just those thoughts, those bad thoughts that creep in, try to take my happiness, try to take my joy and try to, even if it's not uncalled for, you know, money's tight and that's it. But when I remember that I don't have to worry because God told me not to, he said, don't worry, just tell me what you need and I will give you peace. He didn't say, tell me what you need and I'll give it to you right away and then you'll have peace. He said, peace. I'm going to give you peace. And on our way, on, we were, I was driving with my kid and she said, mommy, do we have a new house yet? <laughs> and I said, no, it's the same house. She goes, oh, I wanted a big one with stairs. And she, <laughs> that's, you know, she's a little kid. Yeah. But I wanted to make a point to tell her and show her how much we do have. And I said, do you have a bed to sleep in? She said, yeah. Do you have a blanket? She said, yeah. I said, do you have food when you're hungry? Nodded her head. Do you have water when you're thirsty? Yeah. Do you have a mommy and daddy? Do you have this? Do you have that? She's like, yeah. So there's kids out there that don't have any of those things. She goes, oh, they don't even have a mommy? And I said, mm. no. They don't even have water. They have to climb rocks and mountains just to get a drink of water. And you just have to tell mom to open the bottle and you just drink it. And I said, God wants to give us the desires of our heart. But when the desires are bigger than our thankfulness for what we do have, that's a problem makes god sad mm. and she was just like pondering on it and i just told her we can have more if we want more but for now i'm gonna be thankful for what i have because i have you i have a place to sleep i have food to eat and I'm, i don't feel cold and i get to be with you and after she goes okay mommy i like our house <laughs> yeah <laughs> and that's, you know, all I have to say about that. <laughs> well, it, it gets to a point. I always joke around. I've been married twice. Yeah. I joke around. It makes it easier. And it, it just makes light of it. It's it happened. And it's easier just to joke about than to, you know, think about negatively. I'm good. Yeah. I'm okay. But I had a lot in both marriages. Mm-hmm. I had a lot, and it's funny because I've never been the person to buy anything brand name. Remember the the outfit I bought for the the Spartan race, mm -hmm. and I was like, "This is the first name brand outfit that I've ever bought." Yeah, can we, we, yeah can it was an Under Armour Rock tank top that was ridiculously thirty five dollars. Yeah, and Under Armour shorts for like forty dollars, mm -hmm. 
and it was a $75 outfit to get dirty. <laughs> I, I, I tried it out. Yeah. And I, I don't like it. Mm. I do not like it. Because it, just me personally, that saying tank top without a, an Under Armour logo on it is like $10. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I've never been turned on by a brand. You told me that my shoes the other day, that I need to update them. I told you they're comfortable. <laughs> and I stand on my feet when I sing. So I'm wearing these shoes. I'll make them work. I'll probably end up getting new shoes just because you told me that and I feel self-conscious. <laughs> but it is what it is. <laughs> Sorry. I've had, I've driven a Dodge Rebel before. I had one. Wrecked it. I'll save that story for next season when I wrecked it. And... Uh, had a couple houses. I I just, it didn't do anything for me. And I know that God wants to provide the desires of our hearts. I know that there's references to mansions and streets of gold. That doesn't, Mm -hmm. that doesn't turn me on spiritually. Mm -hmm. It doesn't. I don't care about things. I think I don't care about things because I lost people. And things just don't do it. Yeah. So you show gratitude and thankfulness because if you can be comfortable in your own skin with who you are, then you will be good in any situation and be able to give thanks and gratitude and just in any situation because you're okay with who you are. If the things define you, you haven't found you yet. Yeah. The Bible says you need to lose yourself before you find yourself. Part of losing yourself is letting go of the value of the things of this earth because along with the earth, it too will perish. So I don't wear jewelry. I never have. I'm not bashing anybody that does. It's just my personal belief and how I see things. Mm-hmm. I don't care for jewelry. I don't care for a watch. I don't care for anything that would. It's funny coming from me because of how out there I am as far as trying to entertain people. That's a passion of mine. But I get to be myself. Um, Exaggerated. And it's fun to me. But I, I can't do. Even when I had money, I couldn't do it. And. I don't know why I said all that. I think it all comes down to what I was missing in my life wasn't things or more things or nice things. What I was missing in my life was the comfort of just being me, being okay with just being me. Because part of faithfulness and allowing God to take the wheel is being able to be you know, was it uh, Paul in prison? Paul in prison for five years and uh, just just whatever. I'm good. I'm mm-hmm. good. I still have joy in here because I know who I am. I know who my Savior is and I know where my faith lies. That's where we need to be. Being stripped down of everything is rough. Being stripped down of your comfort levels as Noemi was in her relationship of the, the, the things that she had. It's rough when you get stripped down. 
mm-hmm. feel naked. Being stripped down of what I had is rough. But when you're stripped down, it really shows the character of a man. Do you scurry to try to cover up with whatever's around you? Or do you try to notice more and more who you are and what you can do to strengthen yourself or be strengthened in this in the current situation that you're in? So I think before we end this episode, I really want to put an emphasis on let go and let God. Everybody's heard that. Everybody's heard that. I've said it before that no one has it figured out. I really do believe that. PD, just the other day, he's just like, if you're perfect, this church is probably not for you. Everybody has their flaws. Everybody has their flaws because we haven't all figured it out. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. No one's figured it out. We get to a point where maybe we might feel because of our age, we should have it all figured out. And maybe with wisdom, we should start making better decisions. But with that comes growth and comes opportunity for more punches to roll with or to turn the other cheek to. People of all ages are still figuring it out. Whether it's a one-year-old learning how to walk or it's a seven-year-old learning how to love again Mm. or learning how to forgive. Mm -hmm. It's always stuff to figure out. So I would ask you to let go and let God because the struggles of hanging on to what is not God will break you down and eventually kill your spirit really kill your spirit because your spirit to me I feel wants to have faith in something mm-hmm. it wants to have faith in something you're going to have faith in something when somebody scratches a scratcher, they get a moment of faith. You know, a lottery scratcher. That it can happen. It's going to happen. They believe. They believe that they can win. The odds are so against them. They're not going to win. Some people do. Mm-hmm. But in that moment, so it's almost like the spirit wants this feeling of faith. My baseball team's going to win the World Series this year. Mm-hmm. This is the Raiders' year. It's a a spiritual instinct. When you put faith in the wrong thing, because so long as you're conscious and are alive, I believe that faith exists. It's almost just like your consciousness exists. Mm -hmm. It's just what are you putting your faith in? If you're constantly putting your faith in something that fails, Mm -hmm. you're going to break yourself down. It'll chop you down from the roots mm-hmm. little by little until, until you're nothing, until you're just a stump. Let go, let God, put your faith in God and you won't be disappointed. Just like little Noemi over here, who's now living on her own kind and of, is yeah. happier than ever. Yeah. Yeah. Stronger I mean, than ever. Yeah. Did you learn anything about yourself in the past year? Oh, yeah. I learned that I have a voice. That, I, that's I, big. 
Yeah, I didn't have a voice for a really long time. But my own doing. I'm not talking bad about anybody. So, if you're listening to this podcast, me and Omi obviously hang out a lot. We talk a lot. I like her. She likes me. It's obvious. <laughs> um, we're taking our time with stuff just because there's no rush. And there's still a lot to learn. Yeah. But, you know, she is the person that I talk to and I'm the person she ends up talking to. And uh, she says she has a voice and I'll say something in, in a grumpy <laughs> attitude or mood. And she'll straight up say, like, I need to learn to stick up for myself. And I didn't like what you just said right there. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> whoa. All right. Little feisty girl. <laughs> okay. And I receive it okay, right? Yeah, you do. Yeah, so. Yeah, but I don't I don't let myself. I, I don't let it go un, unheard if I feel some type of way. And I've been very passive in, before. I was always afraid to be alone really quick. Always afraid to be alone, so I was afraid to make people upset. Not just relationships, um, like romantic relationships, but just in general. I don't want to make this person mad because what if they don't want to be with me no more or be around me? Yeah. And now I'm like, I won't. I won't. I need you to know how I feel. If you don't receive it, if you don't like it, sorry. That's how I feel, and that's. Not that I don't care about how the other person feels, but I know now that I can say something and I'm okay saying it because I didn't have a voice for so long. I closed my own mouth. I shut, I put tape over my own mouth for years and I didn't allow myself to feel too much. I just kept it in. Now it's all out. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> All right, this podcast is coming to an end. Before we end, um, I'm just going to say that everyone is going to fail and fail often. Yeah. There is knowledge and wisdom and failure. The knowledge and wisdom of what not to do, of what works and what doesn't work, and you improve from there. Your failures are your stepping stones for growth. They will always be. Yeah. Failure is not bad. Failure is not wrong. There's no shame in failure. There's only shame in giving up. Don't give up. Yeah. Failure is a chance to strive for better. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. Gives you some grit. <laughs> feel like feel like that was a little more serious than we usually are. Yeah. We not the just... first half. The first half was fine. Oh, it's funny though, because like we're talking about what happened on the weekend, and uh, we'll get into some segments again. So, almost like this episode is specifically just for the people that listen to us, because we're letting you know what's going on in our lives. If this is the first episode that you listen to, it's kind of like, "Why do I care about your weekend?" <laughs> well, that, I mean, and what does what the derf mean? Is 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 derf a word? You know. Surface Fred backwards. It is. FYI. So it just, in my mind, I wanted Noemi to have a moment before the year is up because this is pretty much a year, right? Mm -hmm. to, to share what she's learned and how she's grown. And yeah. it, it can help somebody. I hope it does help somebody. And um, for future reference, 
It's not okay to leave your baby at the exit. Yeah. Also, if you see a need, example given, someone wants to ride a ride and you want to offer to take care of a puppy, if you see a need, don't ignore it. Help somebody out. See a need, feel a need. So much fire in that statement. I got that from iRobots. <laughs> or robots. I think it's not iRobots, it's robots. Yeah, iRobots is with Will Smith. Yeah. Which Ro- we're leaning to. Robots. Is, is, that AI? Yeah. I'm about to go crazy on some. See a need, feel a need. Yeah. Noemi, is there anything Ready? you'd like to say? I just want to say you're a really cool dude. You're a really cool girl. You're a really cool dude for watching that baby. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I'd have picked him up. So thank you for taking a chance on me. I know it isn't easy, but I hope to be worth it. That's not the beat. So thank you. For taking a chance on me I know it isn't easy But I hope to be worth it (laughs) Okay, bye Bye You don't like spoons (laughs) Sir Come look at the spoon. <laughs> They're twirling around a bit. I wonder what the oracle told him. The oracle told him, you know what, kid? You're going to bend some spoons. <laughs> Neo's going to walk in and you're just going to say some stuff. Okay, hold on. Hold on. If the spoons didn't, there didn't exist, how do they stay bent? Or I don't know. He imagined it. Whatever. He manifested it. Mm. <laughs> Why are you so mad? I don't know. Oh, I thought, what are we doing? That was my drum solo. You messed up. You messed up my drum solo. Go. I saw a drum. I saw somebody drum with hot dog weenies today on TikTok. Why would they do such a thing? I don't know. But for some reason, I want to try it at church. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> what? <laughs> Interesting. Hey, remember that one time that you farted when we were trying to do <laughs> The laugh after was the greatest thing. What? Wait, what? Oh, the, the outtake? Yeah, the outtake. I, no one heard it, though. You yeah. Just, only we know what it was. And they go, <gasps> <laughs> That was funny. When are we going to start recording this thing again? What do you mean? Next season? After we go through all the havoc of... Uploading all the other episodes. I actually, I don't know if I'm going to do 20, 21 days of fasting. I'm going to do 21 days of prayer, but I don't know if fast. What? I don't think I can deal with my kids. <laughs> and fast. I don't know. At church? Lord, help me. <laughs> hello. Hello. My name is, my name is Albert. And uh, this is reaching out. I'm re- really not good with the ladies. I really, I really love. If you got, and we on my MySpace. On MySpace, I got a pretty cool song. 
It's living on a prayer, Bon Jovi, whenever. They got in. They got pictures. I got, I got skills. Don't yawn. You're going to be confused listening to this crap. Stop. I'm still, I'm still Albert right now. And I'd really appreciate it if I, you leave me a message on my MySpace. And I'll, I'll try to get back to you. Uh, I'm really, I'm really into belly buttons. Ew. <laughs> Stop. You made me break. Dang it. <laughs> Bye. Have a good week. And, uh, and, and I, I hope you miss us so much that you listens to, listens, that you listens to episodes over the kids. That you listen to episodes over again. If you're still here. This yeah. is the, this is the last outtake. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the. Yay. <laughs> <laughs>